When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, I would just like to say this, that a week from today, I will be on a beach in Hawaii with the travel day from hell behind us. And this morning I had a very hilarious conversation with Casey, my husband, your brother, about a Christmas gift that he gave me that if he couldn't tell by my lack of delight in it, he certainly found out today. (laughs) So... The last time a gift went awry was the the bathrobe, the year of the robe, the year of the robe, and the and the p- pajamas. The, yes, the, the year we didn't like each other and we almost divorced. Yes, um, the year of the robe and pajamas. Yeah. All right. So this has been a while that he hasn't succeeded in a great gift for you. As I'm looking at the emerald on your finger, I mean he's been doing exceptionally well. Yes, and he gave me this gift. Uh huh. And <laughs> I looked at it, and it's a. It's a blow dryer, uh, curling brush, and a curling iron. I know all what it in is. One I know thing. this. Fancy. I have friends who use these. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. I know he spent at least $75 on it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? And he uh-huh. said, for when we travel. Mm. And I just <laughs> said, oh, lover, thank you. <laughs> and put it aside. Good. Okay. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> so this morning I was talking to Casey and you know we have some we have our it's working out so well these this friend of ours this couple need to take care of somebody in town and they're going to stay at our house while we're you're gone. Lucky. Because so you're that, gone for a month, but you're working for part of it. But you, yes, I'm broadcasting yeah, yeah. for yes. part of yeah yes. half of it. And um, don't worry, you're not getting rid of me that quickly. Yeah, <laughs> we almost did. All right. <laughs> anyway, and I said, ah, oh, I said, Casey. He goes, what's wrong? He said, you you love packing. I said, oh. packing for a month though, and I don't realize oh, all the things that it takes to hold me together, lotion and potion wise. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> It's anyway, the truth. And he goes, he goes, but I got you that great present. I go, what great present? Well, this is and funny. he goes, for your hair. I go, for my hair. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you won't need to get blowouts. Remember oh. I got you that that thing? And I go, oh, yeah, the hair thing that you got me. Well, that's right. And he goes, that's going to be so great for you. You're going to be able to wash your hair <laughs> and use that. And you won't have to but, go for blowouts. But you know he researched this. Oh, because it's the triple threat. You know, he was really thinking this would be perfect for Lori without really knowing Lori. 
She doesn't wash her hair or blow dry it. I don't want to. Right. I've got a couple of nice ladies up country. In Hawaii. In, on the big island. <laughs> and one right around the corner for me. I've got the options in Hawaii. And no, I don't want to. And I just looked at him and he goes, it's going to be really nice. Don't forget to pack that. And I said, okay. I just kind of <laughs> I just looked at him and he's just busy checking things off of his list. And I thought, well, I'm not lying if he's looking at me. And there's right. no point in bursting his bubble. <laughs> There's no way that thing's coming with me. In fact, I need to find a home for it. It's torturing me. Bring it into work. Who can I give it to? Me. You? Would you like a triple threat? Let me look at it. If it's lightweight. It's lightweight. He said it's the top of the line. It's so good. I feel terrible that it's like the Instapot. I don't want to use it. No, I completely understand. But for him to think you're going to do your own hair. Yeah, I couldn't I mean, believe that. And he thought, he, you know, he thought he was being magically wonderful by offering me this option, not realizing that I don't get blowouts because I can't do my own hair. But you can't. Uh, yeah, I can. Not really well. You haven't done it in so long. Uh, Julia, my hair looks lovely naturally. <laughs> okay, that's what happens. Okay, oh, but mm-hmm. but nevertheless. I don't want to wash my own hair if I don't have to. This is why I don't buy coffee daily. I get blowouts. And so I just looked at him and, uh, you know, and I thought, "Mm, doesn't he know me? That's just so funny. (laughs) I know. That's so so funny. Someone, um, it's it's interesting because, um, Grant, just a little history. Yeah. Um, I think you washed your hair in 2014 or seven on a safari. Once. I had to. She had I to. I had to out in the Serengeti. Um, it was just and maybe big. once in Hawaii last year because it was sweaty. Maybe. Yeah, no, I never did in Hawaii. Okay. The last time I did was in Mexico. Mexico. Like three years yeah. after I was in Africa. So it's been a good long while. Now this we're has been go- eight to ten years. No, no, we're like bad at like four or five years now. Okay. We're at four or five years. I had a good record of like ten years of not washing my own hair. <laughs> That was really solid. Wow. Yeah, I know. Grand. It was exciting. But when you think $5 (laughs) of coffee a day and your payout, you know, getting a blowout once a week because your hair stays, it's horse hair. You don't have to do it with it. It kind of case. And you don't have to buy, you know, the $40 shampoo and conditioner. You know, seriously. I'm saving money. I think you are. I'm saving money. (laughs) And the girl math works on this. Yeah. But anyway, I I can just see him because you know he researched this in consumer reports. I can see my brother. And I could see that his daughter knew <laughs> oh, she just kind of looked at me and I kind of looked at her and I wanted to say do you want this but right. it was too soon it was too soon I had just unwrapped it mm-hmm. and Casey was just really really like thrilled that you know and I'm got like, you something you didn't expect yeah I'm like how do I <laughs> never knew you wanted how do I steer him to handbags shoes uh-huh. you know I know somebody whose husband is a great handbag and shoe um, buyer for her really I like Amazing. I wouldn't trust. I that's a he personal has amazing choice. taste. Mm-hmm. He knows his uh, woman, and are we talking about our friends in New York? No, and she uh, is would never spend the kind of money he spends on shoes and bags. Nice. So she's like really. She she goes. I don't know how that happened. That just happened. I did no training. Right. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> It's it's just funny. I mean, Grant. You know, you probably bought things for Lily. Like she's like, do you even know me? <laughs> And for Jeff, I can't even say that because we haven't even been together a year. Right. So right. it could be true. Right. right. <laughs> we haven't made it through the cycles right. yet. So, but I, I clearly said exactly what I wanted just to take care of myself, you know, yeah. so there would be no errors and stuff. Because yeah. why? 
Yeah, no. Get what you want. At this point, you know things. I love that he's like, well, you're going to bring that. Yeah. And you're like thinking, how? I thought he forgot about it. That was Christmas so was so I. long ago. So did I. It's been <laughs> sitting in the box by the side of my chair in my girl cave. And I look at it and it gives me anxiety like the Instapot gave me anxiety for two years. <laughs> and you I got kept rid of that. that. I know. Because he didn't want He goes, we're going to use it. And I said, who's this we? Right. And if you looked at the instruction book, it's like pages. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Oh, yeah. So you have big packing to do. Well. I mean, I just think of my contacts alone. You know, how much you wear in a month and the solution. It's the potions and lotions. And it's like all the the, cover-ups. I mean, I laughed at Casey's pill container. I'm like, I didn't even know they made pill containers that big. It looks like an eight and a half by 12 tablet. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. I when we he we used to do Aunt Marlene's when I briefly did it and Casey took over. Yeah. Pills for two weeks. They're huge. Huge. Casey, How many yeah. pills you can get in to yeah. one of those? Oh, anyway. Funny. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law. We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that? When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also do your homework when you're hiring your attorney find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law make sure you trust and like your attorney they will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together and this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation the more we can educate you and help you understand the process the more you're going to feel control the more you're going to feel empowered and when it comes to knowing your attorney this way you're going to get to know us to learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation visit trustlerlaw.com or my talk keyword divorce there was a lot of late night TV, you guys. There were so many guests. It was kind of a guest to Palooza as to what you were going to watch. Of course, with us, I knew number one was <laughs> Michael B. Jordan on Jimmy Kimmel. That's right. I didn't get to any of them. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No. I knew you would have watched him over Gigi Hadid on Fallon, <laughs> Damian Lewis on Colbert. Who I like. But yeah, yes. we do like. 100%. But uh, Michael B. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. He. Uh, we are eating well right now because oh. he is every. Everywhere. Just a snack and a half. Too. Everywhere. Tonight, uh, Creed 3, the premiere is happening in Hollywood, and Hopefully. it's his directorial debut. So he is out there uh, doing shows. When he was on Kimmel last night, Kimmel showed him his underwear, Calvin Klein underwear ad on Sunset Boulevard. You know how they have that one corner that just. Huge, huge. It comes across. It's very iconic spot. Okay. And so last night, uh, Michael B. B. Jordan was on Kimmel ahead of this premiere, and his mother was in the audience sitting next to Kimmel's mom because apparently they're friends and they hang out together on the regular. That's really cute. Isn't it? And he told uh, Jimmy that his entire family for the first time would all be at the movie to support him because it is the first time he's directed. No one has watched it in his family. He talked about casting Jonathan Majors and why he was perfect to play Adonis Creed's nemesis because Adonis Creed, you got to have somebody believable and epic and that can put up the fight, you know? Oh, yeah, because... 
obviously being Creed as good as he is, coming from the lineage of Apollo, the best fighter in that lineage of all time. You need the ultimate matchup, no egos. And so he gave a great, you know. And that was Apollo to Rocky, to be honest with you. And that was exactly what they're trying to get here. So So the audio clip, though, that we're going to play for you is this is how Kimmel starts the show. He shows the underwear ad on Sunset Boulevard and then shows some of the other Calvin Klein, uh, which we posted to our show page yesterday. So I don't know if you know, the billboard went up, just went up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Calvin Klein. That's, uh, that's, that's up right now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's like just right down the block from us. Uh, have you seen this in person yet? I have not. This is actually the first time I'm seeing it in, you know, just... First time I'm seeing it. Did they tell you which picture they were going to use for the billboards? Not that one. No. <laughs> it, 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 but, but it works. It, it works. almost looks like you're fl- Superman style flying or swallowing. <laughs> oh, <wow>. What happened? <laughs> Put him- okay, there you are. All right, back. He, they took him off and had him fly around digitally yeah. off the billboard. It was a kind of a fun play there. <laughs> then there's more. That's not it. I mean, they really went to town on the photographs. Yeah. <laughs> mama, close your eyes. I'm sorry, Mama. I'm sorry. Mama, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you know they were taking these pictures when you had your pants on? <laughs> I consented for this one. It's, it had my approval. Are you now wearing Calvin Klein underwear at all times? I mean, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Do. do you have to? Did they say, hey, by the way, you now have to wear Calvin Klein underwear? No, but they're actually extremely comfortable. They're okay. Actually, they're actually pretty good. They're pretty good. When you're doing a shoot, like an underwear shoot, which yeah. is what this is, you know, you're selling the underwear. I'm mm. supposed, I guess I'm supposed to be trying my and going like, <laughs> hey, I, I'd like to look like that in my underwear. <laughs> but the, the reality <laughs> is, is it's never going to happen. But do you... Do you have like um like do you make sure like the room's warm? And, like, <laughs> you know, no a good I mean, amount of blood it's, flow. It's a, it's, a, it's a close set, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's good to get a good pump right before okay, you go. Okay. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Yeah. The, muscles, the muscles, the muscles, of course. You know? Muscles. Muscles. Good clarification. These images live forever. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That I was mean, great. delightful. Yeah. He's Just. got, so according, there's 80 reviews that are in. Mm-hmm. It's giving it a 90%. Ooh. And one of the producers is, is Sylvester Stallone. Yes. So he's produced it, but not in it. No. No, he's not in it. Michael B. Jordan hears in an interview, um, because as the star and the director, he held out hope, quote unquote, that Stallone would do this small part. But... Um, Stallone made good on his threat to boycott Creed over what he said were creative choices he disagreed with, going all the way back to Erwin Winkler and the Rocky uh, uh, movies. And remember this yes. fall when he was yes, basically it was it was anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic. Yes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
teach about Erwin Winkler yep. and yeah. his son who wrote the book. We had yes, we did. Yeah, David was, Winkler. David Winkler. That was all in the whole mess of his so-called, so uncalled divorce that was going right, on. Right, yeah. right. And, uh, and, and he, Stallone himself, later called the situation regretful because I know what it could have been. It was taken in a direction that's different where I would have taken it. It's a different philosophy, Irwin's and Michael B. Jordan's. I wish them well, but I'm much more of a sentimentalist. I like my heroes getting beat up, but I don't want them getting into that dark space. So that was when he was trying to clean up what all the horrible Mm. things he said about Irwin Winkler. And he's been beefing with Irwin for years. Um, The actor said he sold the rights to Rocky to Winkler in 1976 for $100 when he badly needed um, money and he always maintained he didn't have z- he had zero ownership, but that wasn't true. Yeah, it it he's holding on to something that very is, much yes. so, very much so. So anyway, but you know, no one is asking Michael B. Jordan about that on Good. the carpet, and if he does or on any shows, and he just said he basically that if Stallone. Stallone, I guess, and this is the thing with, I think that's why Terrence Winter left Tulsa King, the other showrunner. It wasn't feuding with Taylor Sheridan. Apparently, Sylvester Stallone, because from the very get-go of his acting career, he wrote, directed, acted. He's too much on the set. He's too much. He he can't. That's too bad. Yeah, he always wants to have input into the storyline and the way it's going. It'd be Uh frustrating to work with someone who always wants to change what you already have set in place. What was the thing when we were making the movie, our movie? Where's the script? No. Yeah, Yeah, that was me. (laughs) That was Julia, but no. Who's the director? Mm Because sometimes we would even find ourselves jumping in. We think we should do it this way. And she's like, she did. Vanessa was great. Yeah, she'd go, who's the director? And we're like, oh, yeah, you are. And so imagine Sylvester Stallone. So I wonder if Terrence Winter left, you know, and he was the showrunner on Boardwalk Empire because having Stallone in the kitchen, Taylor Sheridan in the kitchen, and himself, it was like maybe too many. Yeah, I can see that. But that show turned out great. The nine great. episodes that were yep. on of Tulsa King. Notice yep. Tulsa King is always what, uh, after you watch uh, Yellowstone or 1923, that's the next rollover always. show. But yeah. I keep, Jeff keeps thinking, did we see this one? Yeah. And we started, we started like three times. I'm like, yes, yes. it's the last one. And it bums us out so bad because we would want another one to yeah. go. So Creed is going to win the box office this weekend. Oh, no doubt about yes. it. I think Cocaine Bear will take a big, huge it's going to take a big crash. Yes, it yeah. will. Just, uh, but the, what I'm glad to hear, and I'm sorry to interrupt, is yeah. that he's being a producer in Creed because I thought he was completely disconnected no. from this third one. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad to hear that he is. Because if you remember in the first one, the relationship that he built with Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Yeah. Creed, you know, his character and how he brought him into his home. I just rewatched both of them this weekend, and I was just kind of sad to hear that he isn't gonna be in this one, but I, you know, to all you know, do what you gotta do. He wanted something else got, yeah. than Michael B. Jordan, but yeah, he probably is always a producer going to make money on it. Yeah, because but I'm just wondering if his his. I just hope him and Michael B. Jordan are still friends. It's weird to say. I don't know. I hope they are. They're Hollywood friends. There you go. Because they were like so us. Kind of like Lori and I. Yeah, right. We're just Hollywood friends, and we happen to be the same family. Oh, they were great on screen together. So oh. I oh, you guys love that movie. I'm it's still. So I'm holding good. out. I'm I'm holding out to see that with my grandchild. It's so that good. I don't even have it. It, it matches the 
oomph of the Calvin Klein underwear ad. Yes, it, it does. makes you want more. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, I love it. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Interior Solutions. Family-owned business for over 77 years and servicing the Twin Cities, the metro area, and beyond. I mean, you know, Rochester, St. Cloud, Western Wisconsin. Commercial, commercial. residential designers on staff to work in everybody's budget to help you. And two flooring superstores that you can get to, St. Paul on Ray Street and then also in New Hope, right off of 169 and Bass Lake Road. And Hammernick's carries the largest selection of in-stock flooring in Minnesota, and they are a full-service flooring company. So, and offering very competitive prices, we'd like to add. Oh, yeah. Hello, and the best in-stock, you know, things. So, at the Flooring Superstores, imagine just a lot of flooring, but with a lot of natural light, so you can see all the different types of flooring, because natural... Is coming back in again. Beautiful, beautiful. There's one on Bassett Road and 169 and on St. Paul and Bright Street. If you are a fan of 1923, did you know Sunday night's episode was the finale? That just because I watched it last night. And did you know that, Grant? No, I did not when I was watching it. That's when you well, told me that. Well, they're having two seasons. We do know that. Yes. Yes, but, but th- that's only like seven episodes. Yeah, that was a short. Eight. That was short. a short. Was it eight? I think it was eight. Okay. All right. We're well, going to get nine out of The Last of Us. I thought we would get ten, but we're only getting nine. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know. So the finale, and uh, this could be, consider this a spoiler alert. Please. One thing on yes. the story, because there are a couple storylines that happen like three different storylines that happen in yep. in um, 1923, but there's been this couple that's been trying to get back to Montana for most of season mm-hmm. one, and that's Spencer and Alexandra, this gorgeous British blonde yeah. whom he met on safari, yeah. oh. and he's quite good looking. And anyway, so something happens. I won't say what happens, but in the last ten minutes of the show, the ship captain refers to Alexandra, who's now married to Spencer, who's the nephew of Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford in 1923. He's trying to get back to Montana. Mm -hmm. She's referred to as Countess of Sussex. Almost died. Almost died. And Spencer had no idea. And I'm like, Sussex, Sussex, like as in, and I thought, well, yeah, that is a title that's been around in England for a long time. So the big secrets and the big secret about this and what's tricky and perhaps deceptive in 1923 is how an unmarried, like how she got the name Countess of Sussex. Because if you if you were to Google it, a woman can become a countess from her father, who's an earl, Okay, if when he dies... He leaves behind no male heir. Oh, okay. Another source says she can inherit the title if she is a daughter of a duke, marries a viscount, and then her father-in-law dies. So this means Alex is either divorced or a widow, or Taylor Sheridan has just gotten it wrong and just called her a countess. I think it's the first case. No, because she referred to having parents. Yes. She's using the charge. Mm-hmm. She's using the charge. Well, we just there don't know. I, we, I The important don't... takeaway, though, yes. from Countess of Sussex is she has money. She has lots of money. Yes. And who needs money? 
Well, we're not going to tell people. Oh, yes. But yeah, I'm going to yeah, say one thing. We can't say thing. that out loud, but wow. Okay. Good connection. Okay. There you go. If you saw a British royalty plotline brewing uh, at the start of 1923, you are a Yellowstone Universe genius. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which, no way you could have. Right. No. But anyway, that is a nugget for you to that digest. That show, and I was telling someone today, you know. So good. I think I believe it's my sister who lives in Bozeman, Montana, yeah. and has lived there for forty years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you have to get Paramount Plus hooked up because you live there. You know that what everything they're saying on that show is true, and it's true today. In 1883, what happens is they yep. get to Paradise Valley, Montana, because that realize, is a great show. It's Paradise Valley, and then yes. in 1923, they're in Bozeman and realize. Yeah, it's fabulous. So and, it's just and Timothy Dalton is about oh. one of the best bad guys we've seen on screen. I was, he ha- was yes, Bond. I was happy to see him again. Yeah, we haven't seen him really. He hasn't been in things, and he certainly is uh, uh, just evil and great head of hair and gusto <laughs> acting the part with gusto. Oh, you guys, it's just it's, it's that so good. good, and um. And I really and it ended on quite a cliffhanger. Oh my gosh, last mm-hmm. night's was heavy. We both look at each other like, oh, well, the three it was different epic. Stories. I don't was... call it heavy. It was an epic ending, but I thought for sure we had one more week. I did too. You I'm thought that was sad. the penultimate? Because huh? yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know if they've started filming season two because they're doing season two. I have a feeling that they have filmed yeah. like ten or eleven episodes. They split, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some filming has been done. And the next time the story jumps, it's going to be summer or something. Or, I don't know. I have no idea. You really don't. I and really I'm just don't. listening to BS. Yeah. Uh, release date, cast, and more. Here's what they said. We don't know when 1923 comes back to us. We just know that it is. That's it's going to be another have. eight episodes. Yeah, I'm just looking at a story that was just printed okay. yesterday to see if there was anything new in it. Yeah, I just was so surprised that it was the Oh, I'm very finale. sad because, yeah. listen, that is, that's beautiful movie TV making. Oh, yeah. Can we go back seven years ago to a show that we were obsessed with? It was based on the John Lacari Le- novel. It was three nights, maybe four mm-hmm. nights on AMC. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was? I do. The night manager. That's correct. Yep. Tom Hiddleston. It was an AMC limited series. Oh, Elizabeth. Grant, you would love this. It's okay. so good. It's based on this Tom. John Lacari novel. It's absolutely a terrific adaptation. Elizabeth DeBecky, who played Diana in The Crown, is in this. He won a Golden Globe. Globe. He was nominated for an Emmy and a SAG for playing this. That was seven years ago. Guess what's just now. Uh, they're getting around to making a second season. What? Two more seasons of The Night Manager are coming to us. So you're going to get some conclusion. Which well, is- well it, we didn't even it, matter it because you kind of, we thought it was a standalone. But the other thing, oh. at the time, seven years ago, he was dating Taylor Swift. That's right. And wrote, uh, we're on the 4th of July party when Taylor Swift bought the house by the Kennedy compound. Yes. If you remember, and she was briefly yeah. with the Kennedy kid. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I heart... T. Swift, you know, was all going on. And then he had the worst acceptance speech. At the Globes, was it? It was at the the Globes for this show. And it was self-serving. And we just sat there like, who is this 
horrible. Per- it was so it bad. It was so bad. I remember that. Yeah, I can't. It, everyone had their their crush for him broken just half, completely, completely yeah. out, out yeah, the window, yeah. <laughs> out the window, fast on yeah. a jet plane. The Hiddles mania era was over. Oh. But anyway, the night manager is coming back for two more seasons, and it is source material, John Lecar. Right. Mm, yummy. So yummy. anyway, but it's so weird to wait that long. Well, it was and that's such a like, successful and, show. And Grant was just looking up Euphoria. I mean, Euphoria we binged at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, I did one and two like in a weekend. I was just yeah. like, "What is this?" Yeah, because I couldn't stand it the first time around. And then it hasn't been here, and they haven't even started filming yet. And it's going to come back though. Yeah, they haven't even started filming. It doesn't look like they're going to start filming till the later half of this year, indicating a release for mid to late twenty twenty four. Of season three. And I have to admit, at the end of season two of Euphoria, I was okay if it ended. I was too. I was so okay okay being done. That was. Because it kind of, it could, you could, depending on your view of the world, it could have been a hopeful or a bleak ending. Exactly. Depending on you, fill in the blank. Right. There you go. You know? But you, Grant, printed for us, and we posted this today. There's a new show. um, It's an Australian uh, show called. Class of 07, and what it is, it's a comedy about a never-ending high school reunion, a 10-year reunion, (laughs) when an apocalyptic tidal wave hits the reunion site at this all-girls school, and they must find ways to survive. It's funny. It looks funny. It looks serious. It's eight-part, 30-minute, and they say it's an unapologetic love letter to female friendship featuring two old friends finding their way back to each other. It sounds good. Yeah, the, the the trailer, like we said, is posted. We can't play it because there's some foul yeah, language. There is. But very, it's it's not like it doesn't. It's not doom and gloom. It's got a funny funny side to it from what it, from what we can see yeah. in the trailer. It reminded me. It looks like a funnier version. But there was a show that came on, also a pandemic era. Rachel Griffiths was like the school marm, and they faked a airplane crash of a group of girls to do a social experiment. Even though they weren't. Was that really- the Wilds? No. Yeah. The Wilds. I never saw oh, that. that show, that, that season two, I think, might have already come out for it that did, one. But I, like, I oh, watched. I, yeah, I watched that, that whole. It was such a wild. Oh, it was a wild psychology test or yes, whatever. They faked of, it. Like, what would happen if people the thought wilds. they were shipwrecked? And everyone gets, they go on an airplane trip. Everybody gets, like, Xanax or something to knock them out. But then they lightly wake up as the plane is crashing. Oh. It's gently said, wild, but it's this whole yeah. thing. How do people? It's prime video. The flies. Yeah, it's prime video. If, if you get a chance, there's two seasons of it. Looks like it's uh, getting. Is it getting a third season? Uh, it was a serious show, and I don't remember wanting to. I, did, I never went back to it after the first. Season. I don't remember ever. Just, it was canceled. The funny. show has been canceled, yeah. so it only has two seasons. Yeah. But very interesting. This is a fun, a more fun version of that show. But good call on that. Yeah, the Wilds. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was just. And then they did like a, a version of that show, but with guys. That was they, season two, I believe. Is that what I it was? think that was okay. season two was with with men instead of women. I didn't see season two, but got I believe it, that's exactly anyway. what season two was. I mean, if you hate school reunions, be glad you don't get stuck at a tidal wave at a reunion, you know, and you have to spend the rest of your life with your. That's something you classmates. never expect in Minnesota. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks. You know, oh, yeah, that is something I don't think we ever can even put in the same sentence. I'm going to my high school reunion. I hope there's a tidal wave tonight. Right. <laughs> it's at Calhoun Beach Club, which isn't even there. Yes. So you can watch this on March 17th. This will premiere. All right. Watch it for us and report. I think Grant and I will. Oh, we will watch it for sure. Okay. Who knows? Who, okay. who knows?
All right, so we're going to come back. We've got some new music news. Is that it? We'll be right back. Chiquita did her first uh, interview and did a very candid interview. This is her first interview since her split from Gerard Piquet, whatever that soccer dude. Just burned her. Burned, burned. He did. He burned her. And, you know, Shakira's been pretty open. She's 46. Her anger towards her 36-year-old husband and the father of her two boys. She's, uh, you know, and remember, uh, she did a great diss track. But remember, remember that Shakira busted Gerard because of the empty jam jar. I was I was going to say Parmesan cheese, but that was how we busted a nanny. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She remember that, you guys? Yes. She she uh, realized that uh, the kids don't like this jam. Gerard, mm-hmm. you hate this jam. This is my jam. Why is there only a spoonful of jam left? And then she remembered Gerard talking about why was there this blonde woman in the picture that he sent her of the two boys a couple weeks before. And he explained it away in such a way that she believed it. She's just come in to turn down the sheets. It's something <laughs> like that. Who the hell knows? But he was, she was in and he sent her that picture. So that's how she went on the jam alert. And um, anyway, uh, Shakira, uh, she's got a lot. I mean, you had to... Yeah, Julia, I had to go to quite a bit of work to get this because Shakira, this is in Spanish. So oh, I really had to track uh-huh. down. There you go. To get all of the. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Anyway, our She Wolf singer uh, also remember her mother in law lives in the apartment uh, right, right next to her and she put out the um, witch. Mm-hmm. Doll facing the mother. I really think apartment. that's hysterical. I really do. <laughs> I, I really think I that's that funny. Like like that. The balcony witch. Yeah, I love that. I you think like that's that. so funny. Yeah. Now she's condemning the other woman to inferno during an interview with the program En Punto con Enrique Acevedo. She said there is a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. She did not specifically say. Clara Chia, which is what the little 23-year-old hussy's name is. Uh, But remember, Taylor Swift said about Amy Poehler and Tina Fey at the Golden Globes, there is a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. I would just like to let everyone know, Taylor overreacted to the Tina Fey-Amy joke, and Taylor Swift did not coin that phrase. That belongs to Madeline Albright. There is your history lesson for the day. Oh, my God. Give Mm -hmm. her a gold star and put her in the front row. Honestly. But it's Madeline Albright who said that. And Taylor Swift had the biggest overreaction at the Golden Globes. (laughs) When they made fun of all the guys she went out Yeah, this was a joke. And she said in an interview, there's a special place in hell for women who... For other women. So I don't know what Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Clara Sierra... Are going to do when they're all in hell. The thing, burning. With, the thing with Shakira, you know, she's up on this big tax evasion case that hasn't been settled yet. Right. Let's, and he also, I don't know how. I think he's it, part of it. He's part of it. And maybe it's one of she's, these situations. She's been, she's been burned so bad. They have young children. Right. She was shocked. She's trying to be a lioness for her boys. Yeah. I love that. Please remember to d- describe yourself as a lioness. Um. Yeah, she's uh, she's happy.
to be away from him, but she is burned and angry. Well, that's the point of music. I mean, this yeah. is like, you know, think of all of Taylor Swift's songs. And yeah. so many people write when they're hurt, when they're angry, when they're... Adele's whole first album was about breakup. Sure, you know, I know, I know, this is where music comes but from. But Shakira says to, the, <laughs> she says, there is this quote that I love, and it says there is a special place in hell for women who don't support women. But the origin of that quote is the diplomat, the amazing Madeline Albright. Right, thank you. Not Taylor Swift. <laughs> overreact, but I'm glad she brought that up so we could go back and revise history. Well, no, not revise. Just, well, Julia, just we're retrieving fit. from the digital cloud in our minds of celebrity oh. gossip. That's what we have. Is that what it is? It's That's, a cloud. How can, we we get, can we get a raise for that? <laughs> Mine only performs at 85%. Yours is closer to 96%. It doesn't matter. And I'm younger. Why is mine underperforming? Again, remember, mm-hmm. I didn't have children and you did, so your mind has been clouded with having to think about kid things that I've never had to, so I have more space in my cloud. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said, and it is the truth. Space in my cloud. Oh, you sound does. like my mom and hey, dad. Hey, you get off of my cloud. Yeah. Remember that song oh. from way back when? Anyway. So that's happening. Kelsey Ballerini has finally unfollowed her ex-husband. I don't know why she didn't follow him the minute she kicked him out of the house. What is wrong with people? Well, they're young and they're fighting out loud and they're fighting through social media and they're writing bad songs about each other, which is just all lovely. (laughs) And it gives everyone a lot to talk about. You know what? They're, uh, it doesn't matter. They don't have any kids, so they can burn all they're the They're fighting over the eggs. Yeah, I are they fighting no, over the eggs? But no, she wanted to retrieve eggs, and he wanted to have kids now. No, she said he was mad at her that she even wanted to freeze right. her eggs. These two, listen, they, they both were each other's starter marriages. I recommend on a starter marriage with no children, unfollow each other immediately. On Facebook, tell your friends and family you will only bring up that name and whatever it is, the S, the M, whatever their name, unless you bring it up. Be real straightforward. There's no reason. Look at you, Lori. There's no reason to ever even think about someone that you break up called. The mistake marriage. The first uh, one's a start of marriage. The, the, the rebound, the, the bridge. Rebound, the bridge. Uh, they have an 80%, uh, 80% chance of divorce uh, on second marriages if you marry the rebound or the bridge. The mm-hmm. rebound or the bridge should just be the lover. The person, the lover that gets you to the other side of the road. They have a name for that, Lori. <laughs> there is a name for this lover that gets you. Maybe you might have several lovers. Maybe you've got to make a bridge of lovers to even get to the next turn. There is a new word out today. Is it there? It's called an expiration ship. Oh, yeah, And for it's sure. you up front. And so this is kind of interesting when you talk about, you know, you've been hurt, you've been whatever uh, it is, and you just want to get out there and... Yeah, go for it. Right, but you don't. You don't trust <laughs> like where it. your head is at, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you don't trust your emotions. But you just want to get a little something going mm-hmm. on. And the new term for this is called an expiration yeah. ship because you set an end date. Right. You know, let's just have fun for a month because yeah. I'm not in the right spot. Right. I don't want. There's no expectations yeah. Yeah. that I want you to have from me. I don't want to take any from you. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I hate even having the conversation. I, if I'm having an expiration ship, you can be. You would tell me. I, I'm I would only going to use it when tell the other person. They don't need to know. Yeah, that's they, what it's for. One thing. If I break their heart, I break their heart. If I don't, they don't. I mean, who wants to talk? All right. That's well, what. It, that's what. Like the old. 
term F buddy is for. Yeah, you exactly. just kind of know you're there for that but reason I'll, for I'll each gar- other. I'll guarantee Maybe you this. that's not politically correct yeah. anymore. I guarantee you this. Shakira, Shakira will not be dating soccer players 10 years her junior anymore. She yeah. is going to be thinking very differently about what she's looking for in a man. Right now, she needs to have fun with bridges and and rebounds. Mm-hmm. You know, but expiration. <laughs> yeah, I think mm-hmm. next time she'll I think she'll be ready maybe to have a person more on her equal level because he did strike me as not only 10 years younger than he was a himbo to boot. Well, <sighs> he was financially on the same level, sort of. Yeah, yeah that, she had that. For that's him. fine. That's yeah. fine. But I don't know. A lioness and a himbo. They never mate for long. Oh, listen to Laurie. <laughs> Listen, it all starts in the great African Serengeti. <laughs> That's right. You can hook a up by a lion with she a tiger. She let a himbo walk around and lick her paws, but that's about it. Oh, you got <laughs> He's just crazy. Sniffing, <laughs> sniffing her tail. Yeah. As she walks, sashaying the tail. They swish, and you can get a little whiff of... Where everything goes in and out. Hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Is that your voice, Grant? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you pushed a button with a deep voice. So, hey. No, that was me. That anyway, Kelsey Ballerini's bridge is Chase Stokes from Outer Banks. Do we like that? Well, yes, very much so. There, I think. I mean, I I would be happy for any friend of mine that found such a good looking. Guy, you know, and he's also f- fresh out of a somewhat long termish. I think mm-hmm. he dated his co star for two years. So no one's looking to get serious. They are having an expiration ship, mm-hmm. but they're not talking about that part of mm-hmm. it. And and really, if you think about it, um, like they're movie like set age. affairs, yes. th- location affairs, those are expiration ships. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Good then call. people get married with disastrous results. Angelina and Brad. Oh, I. You know what was on the other night is the very end of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And I could never really watch that movie because I was just so, so upset. upset about Jennifer. Yeah, I remember <laughs> being in Kowalski's when I saw the magazine oh, cover, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, w- w- we came into work, and I'm like, oh, we can't even talk about this. I know it, but um, it it is so. I didn't even see that. Did you even like that movie? Oh my god, I love that. Did movie. you? We loved so it. Loved Did that you? movie. Oh. Casey and I went to that movie, and then we went home and screwed like crazy. I was gonna say that was a hot tension a movie. Hot movie. All right, fine. I just saw the very ending yeah. of it, and I'm like. They were beautiful at the time, but I just... Yeah, no, I know. You were too loyal to Jennifer. (laughs) Jen, Jen, if you need a friend in Minnesota, I I have been loyal to you through thick and thin. Brad, I've got your back, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.